Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, I am truly happy to be here with you and be given the opportunity to talk to you about the things that impact our lives today and in the future, and today uh, is no different. I want to just talk to you about the many sacrifices people are making uh, around us without our knowledge. Uh, There are a lot of people of color that are out there making some super things happen, and we need to be aware of those things so we can support them and on about what it is that they're doing Uh, that is so historical related to the new opportunities that people of color are having. And we also need to be prepared or able to hold our brothers and sisters up when they run into some types of opposition. We have to remember there's a lot of things out there happening, and sometimes it is beyond their control about how they're being treated 
and we have to lend some type of support. I was recently made aware that there was a young, a black female, the age of about 47, who has a doctoral degree in aerospace and who also works with the CIA. And she is a, a just a multifaceted individual. And she was going to be the first crew, crew chief on the uh, science lab, but she was pulled from that job uh, without much uh, reason. And I'm sure for her, she can't afford to make too public what is going on because she will be denied the opportunity to do what is her dream. Here it is, you have a woman who has the ability to work for the CIA and also the International Space Station. And she has to somehow work within the system in order to gain the experience that she wants. And that sometimes means that she is not able to be very vocal about what's happening to her. And a lot of times that's the truth for a lot of the people who are around us, who find themselves in very special situations where they cannot be as vocal as they might want to about how they're being treated. We find ourselves in this new age where we can bring things to light related to our mistreatment but everybody does not have that option. Everybody is not working in an environment where they can come, let uh, let the darkness come to light and still have the same experiences they dream about. But I think it's important for people like uh, Mr. Epps to be brought to the forefront so that they showcase who they are and can be a draw or a symbol to others about what they can accomplish. She is a very beautiful and attractive young woman who finds herself in a very unique place where a lot of men have been used to being for many, many years, but now has opened up doors for both women of color, and all women plus women of color. So we should definitely take our hats off to her, but seek to share her experiences with as many people as we can to encourage our black girls exactly what it was they, they can, they're capable of. So I just find it interesting that, you know, we we need to highlight these people as often as we can and show the the accomplishments that are being made by African-American women and by African-Americans across the country. And so we can encourage our young people. Uh, Audrey, I took a look at this story, and it brought a lot to mind, uh, but it is difficult to know how we can help her when she is in such a 
secretive position. A marvelous Monday to all. Um, yeah, I'm not sure of all the details behind the story. I, I believe um, it stated that she had not said anything. It was just her brother who had made the comment, and the article indicated not sure if the brother had even talked to uh, her or not. So I'm not sure. I, I just thought it was very disappointing. Um, I know when uh, it was announced that she would be uh, on board, everyone was excited and, uh, again, uh, gave us, an example to um, to young females, uh, especially uh, young uh, African American females, of uh, the capability, meaning you know the sky's the limit for them. But similar to that, um, when it was announced that I believe it was Harriet Tubman was going to be uh, replacing um, Lincoln on the on the currency. Uh, it just it seems until things are actually done and completed, um, you know, it's, it's not the time to get excited. That's why it's so important for us all to make sure that we're regularly letting our uh, legislators uh, understand what our positions are on different uh, issues that come up. Yes, without fail, we have to push forward to try to highlight these people, because I was just amazed, in fact, that she worked with the CIA and she has gone on missions uh, overseas uh, to just have someone of her status doing all these magnificent things has to be an encouragement to all young people, and we have to put them in the forefront. Uh, It is just, again, difficult to support them because what they're doing is so private and so secretive it's not something that we can uh, know everything that is going on uh, Cheryl what what are your thoughts about the fact you know we talk all the time about how we're losing our treasure to violence and other things and young people not reaching their their dreams, and here we have this uh, lady kind of quietly in the background are doing things that nobody's ever done before. Good afternoon, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I got a chance to read the article, and it was a very interesting article because I, too, have never even heard of um, Jeanette Epps. But um, it's interesting enough in reading it to find out about, you know, this is her passion. And she lived and she breathed for this. And, um, you know, I read on to find out, you know, how she went back to the school and talked to the young girls, you know, to let them know that there's no limitations on what you're capable or able to do. In life, even if you know it's an astronaut, whatever it is, um, and I think you know, and I understand probably her position of not being able to elaborate anything on why they bumped her for um this other astronaut, which happens to be um a white female. Because I, you know, I looked her up as well, um, Serena 
on them Chandler. And they give, you know, no information for us to be able to know, you know, why, why this happened. And, I mean, she may not even know, but they, you know, made a comment as though this happens, you know, often. It's not that any of them should be surprised, which I doubt seriously that that's the case in this situation. I'm pretty sure she's devastated. But, um, again, you know, as you mentioned, you know, we don't have enough of us that are spotlighted for the accomplishments and the hard work, you know, that's being done to get to where, you know, we're at in life. And to be able to go back and to share with others, you know, if I can do it, you definitely can do it. So there is not enough recognition. There's not enough noise, you know, and there's definitely not enough talk about these accomplishments, which, you know, like I said, I've never even heard of her before. And, you know, not that I'm up on astronauts, but, you know, I do know, you know, some of the astronauts, especially when we see their face, even if we don't remember their names. But um, I'm truly, you know, proud that she has did and accomplished and come this. I am disappointed, you know, that she didn't, she was not able to, to take this um, flight. And they said they would just consider her at another time, you know, whether that be true or not true. Well, certainly we recognize that there aren't but so many opportunities for people of her stature once you get to that point. Uh, They're not unlimited missions. I mean, you can only have maybe, uh, you know, two or three missions a year, if that. And so when you bump them from one, it means that they're going to have quite a while before they are are given another opportunity. But in terms of notoriety, it seems that people of color need to take advantage, people who really are bright stars, so as to give uh, our young people a um, a goal to reach for. Uh, this lady uh, appeals to so many different groups. Uh, people of color, uh, females, and uh, so that, you know, we have a wonderful opportunity to to allow her name to be known in order to spark the interest of those people who are still yet to come. So, Audrey, you know, I was just happy that you shared the information with me because, uh, again, I was just astonished by what so much she's accomplished. And uh, we can't let these quiet treasures go unknown. Yeah, uh, well, I know that this forum is used for a lot of different topics and uh, conversation and making sure that people are aware. So this is what we do. We share. And, uh, again, the more the more we know, the more we can participate and uh, be involved. Well, I'm going to uh, take a short break, and we're going to come back and talk some more about 
the things that are happening around us and how we can look to benefit uh, from discussing what our what is going on. Give me a few minutes and we'll take a short break and come right back and continue our discussion. Jesus, oh Jesus. 
DeAndre. He got a question to ask. Talk to him, Jay. Are people who are unknown 
being violated. This is a violation of the people that are true professionals who have credentials that seemingly are not treated well. Today on uh, The View, uh, one of our comic greats, uh, Monique, who has received numerous awards for her abilities in acting and other things, is uh, pleading for us to to boycott Netflix because they um, reached out to her and made an offer that uh, seems to, on its face, to be very ridiculous. And it's, it is just shameful that people are continuously being brutalized and embarrassed and mistreated by these major corporations. I've enjoyed a lot of the Netflix specials that were on the air for a lot of different people. And uh, when I looked at the actual numbers that were displayed, it showed that um, they just kind of mistreated Monique. And I could not imagine how they could even make the offer. So let me just share the offer with you. They offered Monique $500,000 for a comedy special. Uh, And her argument is, as some of the people that uh, are in her same field, Chris Rock and uh, received $20 million, and Amy Shermer, Shermer got $11 million, who's a female, white female uh, comic. And uh, I can see where 500000 would look like just was somebody who just has just gotten into the business. Uh, not accounting for all the things she's accomplished and done and the kind of name recognition she has. Uh, so, uh, Cheryl, what what are your thoughts? I can see where she'd be a little upset when she knows that people are making tens of millions and they only offered her 500000 I think that was very offensive. Um, you're right. She's accomplished and you know, I pulled up the article that was saying about how um, Amy Schuler was offered $11 million, but only to negotiate it up to $13 million. And not only was she lowballed, but Wanda Snipes as well, Skypes, I'm sorry, Wanda Skypes as well, that she was offered even less than what Monique was offered. And what is going on? You know, what is really going on? And I can't say that I'm a boycotted because I don't watch Netflix anyway. I don't ha- I just don't have it. But um that's very offensive. And for the legacy that she has, you know, the things that she has went on to become and her accomplishments speaks so much more than what they even thought to offer. I don't even know how they even fix their mouth 
as though she was not going to find out what others had been offered. I mean, that was very, very offensive. Yeah, it shows you that they have no shame in coming to somebody and expecting them to do the job, the kind of job they're asking them to do, and to suggest that she doesn't have the kind of name recognition that would draw people is to close your eyes at what she's accomplished so far. I mean, the awards that she's won and she's been nominated clearly shows you that she is on top of her game. Uh, So, Andre, as we look at this kind of stuff, we see that major corporations are still mistreating uh, those people who worked hard and dedicated. As individuals, it's always up to us to make sure that we negotiate, and it's always good to know what the the going rate and salary. You would think a lot of times that um, people would be – Show equality, if you would, across the board, but that's not that's not always the case. And um, it's interesting that this came up now and out because, uh, of course, we know that it's been occurring, you know, for a long time. So at least now this is, uh, I think, D is the one said earlier um, a few months ago or whatever that this is the year for exposure. And I think Miss Cheryl's saying uh, so. A lot of things are coming out so that we can. Uh, be mindful, and let's learn from it. It's not enough just to get upset and say that, oh, that's wrong, but let's learn from it, and how do we position ourselves that um, we can um, correct these type of um, behaviors. But, Cheryl, you know, I would I would just, some things are embarrassing. You know, you have to be willing to look at certain situations and gain an understanding of certain things. Um, now, for the normal people, 500000 is a major amount of money to some people. And I'd love for somebody to drop 500000 at my door. But when you are giving people $11 million, how much better are they suggesting uh, that this, this white comedian is than her when she has done all these major movies and major uh, – television shows how could I mean that's just that's nowhere near the same recognition for the kind of work both of these women have done you know to me that that would have been a slap in my face that would um, that would speak to me in a way of you telling me are you showing me are presenting to me what you believe that I'm worth, you know, and now even offering that, um, and that she really wanted to do, I'd have went back at him, you know, this is what I'm worth because we're not going to let anyone, you know, we control how people treat us. And meaning that this is what I'm worth. Now, either you can do this or we don't have no talk. So, but even just, to, you know, that's just like even buying a house and you are buying a million dollar house 
and you offer the seller seven hundred and some thousand dollars. You know, that's not even worth answering back. Because that's that's offending the person. Same case. You know, don't offend me. But now if you really want to talk business, let's talk business. We got that foolishness out the way. Now to me that you know, she can say, Okay, now the joke is over with. This is what I exactly. You're right. Right. You're right. I mean, it, it, it's, it's just nonsense. And what they have bought, what they have done is really got given themselves a lot of bad publicity. If they didn't feel that she was worthy of the opportunity to be on Netflix, they would have did better by just not even put that out there. Now that they put it out there, she's made uh, – she got invited, you know, she got invited to The View, and they had it all over The View. So you know how many millions of people have seen it. So now if they don't come back with a better offer, they look like they, they're going to look real bad. And I have to tell you, I you know, I am a Netflix fan, and I've seen both uh, a lot of the specials that they've done, they, that they've shown, I've seen them. And I would have watched the one with Monique as well. So, um they kind of really, uh, Audrey, put themselves in a bad position because now she's made their poor offer public, and what what do they do now? They, I mean, it's almost like they can't try to up their game or up their offer because they look like they're blackballing her if they don't if they don't say something. Well, uh, again, I think this is uh, just being exposed. You know, I believe today is the anniversary of uh, Roe versus Wade, and it's just uh, another example of females not being um, treated equally, and especially a black female. Now, I'm not sure, but I I don't know if it was Monique who had said something uh, negative about Oprah Winfrey and and Tyler Perry, I know someone did, but I don't know. That's irrelevant. But like you said, it'll be interesting in how they respond back because this is not the first time something like this have happened. This just happened to be exposed this time. So how they handle it is it will be interesting. Um, you know, as the Super Bowl approaches, and I was one of the ones that did not um, uh, support football, uh, watching football all during this season, and um, you know, we have to just start just taking stands for something and, and whether, um, you know, the decision to bring Cabernet was back or not or whatever, it went, to me, it went more, it went beyond that. I had to just stand for it. So I think we have to just stand for equality. Um, and this is another example of it coming out. Um, you know, the Me Too, the hashtag Me Too, that's another form of uh, inequality for harassment that's occurring. So uh, we're going to start seeing and hearing a lot more about this because, you know, one thing about it, a lot of time in business, people always say, don't discuss your salary. Well, they ask you not to discuss your salary, but had someone not uh, compare salaries, we wouldn't know to today the, the significant. That, that's not just a little bit of difference. That's a significant difference. And, it, and it, Audrey, what's so crazy about it from a business standpoint. You know, I'm not, I'm nowhere near the capability of, of, of viewing or understanding 
the magnitude of the kind of business that they're running at Netflix. Uh, I haven't had that experience. But being a math major, what it says to me, if you think um, Chris Rock times better than Monique, why even bother to ask Monique to give her a special? You know, that seems like something you would ask a brand-new comic who's right out of the gate, 500000 But all that Monique brings to the table, the fact that when she has a argument or upset about something and she can call um, the view and ask to have that kind of exposure suggests that she has been somebody in the game for a long time. She doesn't want to upset somebody of her magnitude. So Cheryl, clearly, she ain't no newcomer. So why would you offer her offer her 40 times less? And I'm just quick. I, I, it may, you know, it's not exact, but it's nearly 40 times less than Chris Rock and not think you're going to get some backlash. You know, again, um, I, I really don't know what they were thinking because why would anybody keep their mouth closed about something like that? And she did right. I, I hadn't seen, well, you know, I don't watch TV. But anyway, I would have liked to have seen The View to see what um, the conversation was about, thought about it as well. But, you know, again, I say that was very offensive. Um, and if they were trying to be funny, that wasn't funny at all. You know, and she's been around too long, and she's a, she's a, she has accomplished many things that some of the other ones have not accomplished. But, you know, they started this a while back with Monique because she didn't want to play the game. And that's what they do. If you don't want to play the game in Hollywood, then you get out. And she talked about that years ago, how they um, they did her because she refused to play the game. And some people feel like, you know, you just need to be quiet and, you know, you in Hollywood or, you know, but she's standing for something. Speaks volume as well. Not to just to lay over lay um roll over and lay down and let people just walk all over you. I mean she's showing strength. She's showing I'm not gonna take this. You know, who do you think you are? You I mean, I am somebody and I will earn what the next person earns if it's not even from you. So this I mean I would have loved to have seen the conversation, you know, with her um on the view, but again, I say you know this was very offensive. I I just couldn't even imagine who had the the nerve, built up enough courage, built up enough nerve to even give her that offer. That really was a joke. Yeah, it goes to show you that there's still people around who don't recognize. Uh, in her argument, she it was suggested that they look at her resume. And uh, Netflix said, well, we, we don't give out, uh, we, don't, we don't make people offers based on their resume. 
But the fact is is that you cannot a resume in terms of movies, it is already pre written what it is that you have to give people who have certain pedigrees. And so, um, though Netflix is a newcomer to to um to the market, they were aware of the accommodations that those kind of people get. And they know, when we look at it, Chris Rock certainly has never gotten any of the awards uh, that Monique has gotten. Uh, I know he's been in a lot of movies, but yet none of his movies have been nominated for any of uh, the kinds of things she was nominated for. And I'm not a great, you know, I wasn't, Precious is nowhere near what I think a great movie is, and I would never try to watch it again. And she played a very awful character, uh, but supposedly that's what you pay. You know, people look at how you can make an awful character come real, and she did that. Uh, So, Andre, again, we are in this continuous fight uh, to get what we deserve, and people are constantly trying to show us where we have not arrived yet. And uh And what was you know, I, again, I, James? I, what was your question, Audrey? What, I was saying what was the movie again or what what is what is it that she starred in? Starred in Precious and she received an uh a nomination oh, for yeah. the role she played in as um uh the the girl's mother. Oh, yeah, okay, very good. Now I remember. Okay, thank you. And it was an awful movie. Don't get me wrong, guys. Look, I I saw it or I tried to see it, and I don't know if I really got through it. Uh, but I didn't, you know, a lot of times I, I don't watch. Even though I think what took place, some people might say, well, that is real. And I, I, don't, I don't argue that some of these movies are real, but some of them aren't uh, what I want to to watch, and I would never watch that movie again uh, because it was just too um, it was it was just too destructive. But she received. But again, when we go back to entertainment, every movie it seems like our people get or people of color get are the kind of movies I won't watch but once. Uh, it happened when um, Denzel Washington. Uh, for training day, I don't, I don't, even when I see it come up, I won't even watch the, or watch it on TV again because I, I just don't like it. I mean, he's done so many things that were so much better, but that's what they gave him the award for. Um, and you all are going to help me. I don't know why I forget her name. Uh, the the, the um, light-skinned female who won uh, Best Actress for um, Monster Very. Ball or whatever that was. That was the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. I don't know why I forget forgetting her name, but she same thing. She won uh, the Best Actress, and that was that that movie. That movie nearly should have been rated R. You know, but that's how they treat us. Yeah, so, I think uh, that, I, I, absolutely. We don't get recognized ahead. for our. Big- work right mm-hmm. exactly right uh they they seemingly they look to award us 
for the things that will tear us down versus um, or bring us up? I think, you know, some of the, um, when you mentioned that, you know, that you won't watch them again, I think what it is 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 that they were harder because of what was being portrayed. But the acting itself is that they had to bring themselves to that character. And like you mentioned, a lot of the things is things that actually happen, but is really hard to watch. And and especially because we identifying the part with the character and not the part with the story that's being told. Um, now, I'm saying that, and, um, you know, yesterday was the first time I went to see a movie in, let's see, like right after Waiting to Exhale came out. So, talking about... <laughs> When you're talking about all of these movies, but you know, it's the sometimes we we start to identify the character that they're playing with the actor because that's what they're doing. They're doing such a wonderful job acting, and some of the parts are hard parts, meaning it's hard to accept them playing those parts. It's hard to accept that this really happen, you know, those kind of things. But um, I can understand, you know, why they um, receive the awards because of the performance that they put on, a great performance. You know, they got people to believe, you know, but they were saying, you know, their character, they got them to believe and emerge themselves in that, um, in that character. But uh, I watched some of them well, after they came Cheryl, on TV. I don't know. But. Let me let me ask Audrey. Audrey, did you see Harry, uh, Holly Berry in that movie that I'm talking about? Uh, no, I didn't watch it just because of what I had heard and the role that she had played. I don't support that kind of stuff like that. But that's okay. just me personally. Right, and I understand and appreciate that. Uh, Cheryl, I wouldn't ask you to go back and watch it because obviously you didn't watch it and I'm not going to tell you to go watch it so you could understand what I'm talking about but let me just tell you that think of the most highlighted white female actress you know uh, let me tell you one so you'll know, get an idea of what I'm talking about pretty woman to me is uh, the that that is a pretty woman is great love story and i don't know if you watch pretty woman um but i've watched that did you uh what yeah, what is again i'm going to have to ask y'all cuz i'm terrible at names what was the white female name in that role julia roberts julia roberts and you know julia roberts is a great uh actress well my issue is they would have never, in that role of pretty woman, you never saw her, and she was acting as a prostitute. You never actually saw her do any sexual activity to the point where she was uh, degraded. 
in the the one with Holly Berry, they did two or three scenes where they actually betrayed her in a way that you would have thought foul if your daughter had been seen in that way. And so that's what I'm always saying is that when they give us awards for certain things, they do it by giving us awards for things they showed us doing some with some detrimental behavior. You know, we got to be a drug dealer. We got to be a bad cop. We got to be a awful mother. And so sometimes it upsets me in all the great pictures, like the one you just talked about where that we just saw with the the mass the the mass people at the NASA with the black females. Now we're not gonna get no award for that. She don't get best actress for that, cause that displays us in too great a light to me. And that's what I keep seeing over and over again, Andre, is the movies that show us in the the best light. They don't want those to be the ones we get awards for. And and that's exactly why some um, steps were taken. Uh, I think it was the Global Award or whichever one, um, to bring out that, you know, good quality black movies not being nominated, good quality acting uh, by actors and actresses, uh, because the ones that's making the choice as far as the best um, movies are not those that come from similar experiences uh, and 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 backgrounds. Uh, it 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 just need a little more a little more, but need more diversity in order to get some of the quality, like to say, uh, inspirational, uh, even I mean, just factual uh, movies, in not only in the forefront, but you're right, being recognized for the quality of uh, Direct and produce and acting that goes along with it. You know, for the okay, longest so time, uh, Chris. I mean, um, uh, what what's the black director? Not Tyler Perry, but the one before him. Um, oh, now James, you got me uh, slipping my mind. Uh, and I see his picture with big glasses. He liked the um, the Lakers. Uh, he's always likely. Yes, Spike, Spike Lee. Spike you know, Lee. Uh, yeah, Spike Lee. Um, you know, um, is a front runner, if you would, for uh, pushing forward or bringing certain topics to the forefront. Um, uh, years and years ago, when nobody would ever back him, and and those are the topics and the actors and actresses that portray those. Those are the ones that we should really get behind and uh, uh, recognize, and that laid the groundwork for. Um, movies such as Hidden Figures and, and, and others to uh, be recognized for what great quality uh, that goes into producing, uh, directing, writing, uh, and as well as acting. And that's, and that's the reason why some people, you know, we kind of go full circle, that Netflix can, find, can, can uh, make these ridiculous offers because they – it shows a lack of respect. You know, they continuously over in the in this era, continuously over and over again, disrespect the quality of our our abilities 
and try to suggest that we don't bring money to the table. When you bring good quality subject material uh, to the movies about us, we're going to come out in groves just watch it. And um, but they don't, Cheryl. They don't seem to respect that. That and they they keep disrespecting us related to the kinds of products that we can we are able to bring to the table. Okay, and, uh, uh, now I understand. Now I understand what you were trying to say. Um, you clarified that in um, talking on a little bit further. Um, so I see what you're saying. And because, like I said, I I haven't seen any of the movies that probably, you know, other that y'all were talking about. Pretty Woman, I have seen it on TV. Um, but what you're really saying is, is that we're offered, well, the black actors and actresses are offered a lot of trash. Things Correct. that really don't the um a black person's image brings them more right. demeaning instead of uplifting and what they're actually um acting. I understand what you're saying. I do I, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you and I both know how Ollie Berry has been working very hard uh in her efforts uh to to become a breakout actress, but they still deny her the kind of role she deserves. I mean, she, she, why can't she be in a very romantic movie? Why can't she be a leading lady? Uh, you know, it, it is hard to understand why they keep denying her the opportunity to be a pretty woman as a black woman. And again, it just goes to exactly why, how um, Monique. See, you have to be careful. Let's just be real about it. If you just grab at everything people give you, then they'll never pay you what you deserve. And when you're demanding to be paid what you deserve, it it doesn't come often. So they catch you in a in, in a difficult place where you're trying to feed yourself. But at the same time, you can't take a small offer because then that'll be the only kind of offers that you get. And so uh, where, on the other hand, the white candidates are continuing to get these massive, you know, these massive paydays, and you're waiting for the opportunity. Uh, just like uh, the, again, I'm going to have to ask you for your help. It's this black um, British guy who people have talked about being um, 007, uh, but they they refused when the buzz was coming about him being selected. There was a lot of buzz about him being selected, but then they don't want a black man to be 007. And I heard somebody say, well, that part wasn't made for a black person. Well, I mean, come on now. How can you say being a detective or whatever he is, I've never gone to this movie. You know, I just know it's a big, uh, that's one of the big characters everybody wants to play. But why can't that character be black? 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, now I don't know who 007 is and what um, what foreign or British actor who played the part of whoever you say. I don't know who that was. Uh, is well, he's been played I've by several. 007 has been played by several different people. Uh, but okay. obviously, when it, uh, Andre, do you remember who he, who he's been played by, or or the black character they talked about letting him be? I'm sorry, which one? The 007. They talked at one point about 007 being played by a black character, and he was a British black guy. Uh, and we're very familiar with him. I will make sure I research and find his name, and I'll let you all know the next time if nobody knows his name. But when the talk came about him, there were a lot of people came on uh, who, again, were biased or racist, who said, well, that character wasn't made for a black man. Oh, no, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, I'll research it and bring it back. <laughs> I know sometimes I bring things up that, well, let, let's take another break and we'll come back and I'll, we'll, we'll continue our conversation about what seems to be some oddities in the entertainment business that keeps us from reaching our highest goals.
My heart is filled with joy that can't be described. Your presence has driven my passion to a place I am unable to return. Now my life is filled with the happiness of our days to come. I now seek to recreate the love you have given me so that you will know the unlimited source of joy you have provided in my spirit. My days and nights will be spent trying to insert the same love into your heart. No longer will my days be used to capture that which I already have in you. My life now is focused on showing my gratitude to those who helped to create your wonderful spirit for me. I am the true recipient of the magic within you. The harmony that exists in us will be an example for others to emulate. The enchantment that is in us will be... This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Okay, uh, Andre and uh, Joyce, I see you're with us. Uh, I was trying, I was, I was saying 007, but I meant James Bond. And so I, I tried to provide you with the information. Um, Cheryl, just how do you pronounce his last name? I really can't get that. Anthony. Let me go back to the. Um... Cheryl, did I, I send it to you? Audrey, did you get it? I'm not able oh. to flip from a phone to the uh, message right now. Okay. I see, okay. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure. Hyrule with um, Anthony, that's that's what I get from it. Hyrule with. Right. Hyrule with. 
Joyce, can you see it? No. Okay. Anyway, this is an actor that we're all familiar with. You know, I, again, I'm not uh, caught up on all these different actors' names and that forth, but he is a very uh, cosmetic, uh, Denzel Washington kind of looking guy, and uh, and there was talk about him being James Bond. But as soon as the talk came out about him being James Bond, they kind of quieted and hushed it down and decided that he wasn't the kind of actor uh, for that role. Uh, and one man even came out, you know, that role wasn't made for a black man. And so we know how iconic James Brown, I mean, James Bond is and how long he's been with us and how many different people have played that role. But yet for the role to be played by a black, black actor, uh, you got these statements about, well, he's, you know, there's, there's, he's not the kind of guy to play that type of role. Uh, when he's played a lot of different roles uh, as a, uh, as a, a, you know, after, after, um, related to law and law enforcement. And so it, it, it's kind of thing where we're kind of shut out of the roles that are iconic uh, because they don't want to see black men as those people. Mm, I got to go. Let's see. Hold on a second. And I know that we, we, maybe we need to talk about that at another time so we can talk at length about it because I know that all of you know this guy. Uh, once you see his face, he'll he is very very he'll be very familiar to you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but one of the things I know we. Uh, Going to our last few minutes, and I know this wasn't the topic for the day, but it is definitely on the news. Um, um, the impact of the shutdown being—it um, looked like it's going to uh, at least have another three weeks before. And do we see that as being an impact that will per- permanently help a, a, a segment of people, uh, the dreamers? And yet, um, I think it is be used as a negotiation too for the wall to be built. Um, again, so important for us to call our senators and our representatives and let our voices be heard. Well, what what was it you heard, um, Andre? Because I had I knew that was supposed to be a vote a vote around noon, uh, but you've heard something else that suggested that it'll that it'll take three weeks. I have to go back and listen to the news tonight. But you've heard something that is suggested that it may go as long the, as three weeks? Now, you you said it, right, the vote that was um, voted upon, it passed, and, of course, it have to go through the steps. But it gives – it it, it it's just an extension, if you would, until um, in February, which is the three weeks is what I'm referencing. Uh, yeah, it may oh, okay. it may the government may go back up, but it's no final results, and and that's the piece that we have to really start talking about what how that impacts us, uh, you know, long term and short term. Well, you know, I have not heard 
uh, you know, they keep talking about these people losing money, but much of what I've heard is suggested uh, that those who are not at work uh, will be reimbursed, and uh, those who, and, and they don't tell me who is going to be out of work. Um, you know, they're going to make sure our service men are paid, um, and those people who have to go to work will be reimbursed if the money is not there for them at this moment. So I'm still not aware of who exactly means hurt. Uh, people will continue to get their Social Security checks also. Uh, so have you heard of who is going to really be hurt uh, by this uh, by this shutdown? Yeah, on the news it, it, it indicated who uh, what you have, what you call mandatory workers, that you have to go to work even if you get paid or not, like the TSA uh, officers. Um, you know, they were classified as, as I'm using the wrong word, but essential is the one. They essential, but at that time they were not being um, paid. And as it relates to the reimbursement, people say that they automatically be reimbursed. That's because of the fact that that's what have occurred in previous uh, uh, times when um, uh, the government was shut down. Congress have to vote that they'll actually be reimbursed. In most cases, they will, but we just shouldn't take anything for granted because with this, um, this with this legislators uh, that we have now, anything is possible. I'm sure they will vote for it to be reimbursed, but that's not an automatic when you talk about furloughs. But they did. Well, sure, I, I don't necessarily. List. I I think I, my thought is I haven't been about the shutdown, and I think that the Republican Party needs to be forced to come to table with something meaningful. And I don't necessarily like the idea of the the deck of people being put together with the wall in the first place. I'm not a proponent of the wall, and I don't necessarily want to see billions of dollars put into the dirt across our southern border. Uh, so that's I don't the really why understand I why the pain. Yeah, that's I why I, go ahead, Audrey. That's the reason why I say it's so important that we understand that. We do have to keep it important. When we talk about government workers, we have to have an understanding of all the many components that that Im- impacts our, our, our day-to-day life. And it, while it may not impact us, Personally, it impacts our country, and again, you're right. When they start associating other bills and policies with uh, funding, it's a purpose. It's a strategy behind that, and that's the reason why I said we have to understand how that will impact us. And I may be mistaken, but I think they're saying that because of the fact that the Democrats did agree to trust the Republicans as far as McConnell said that they will only discuss it. That's all he's saying. He's just saying that they'll discuss about the dreamers. But um, they were saying that uh, President Trump will probably feel very proud of what happened today because in reality it's showing that the the, the Democrats are almost willing to say keep the DECA uh, program in place. And if you do that, you know, it's always a negotiating piece of it. Um, then, you know, uh, we'll let you do your wall. So it, it it's just a it, it, they're mixing a lot of things uh, with with 
with things that don't necessarily have to be. But when that is the case, that's why, again, I say we have to keep in tune and we have to let our legislators know what's important to us. Just like you said, it's important for your representative to know that, you know, hey, we shouldn't even be associating the financial the financial status of the country with whether we build the wall and or if um, dreamers are able to stay here. But that is the case. Uh, Cheryl, what are your thoughts related to the dreamers and and this uh, shutdown? I mean, do you have any thoughts related to uh, how you feel about it? Um, I, I'm not understanding as much of it. I did look it up and who the um, shutdown will affect. And a lot of it, you know, just like what was said, that um, a lot of the essential workers will be working. And there was a lot of things that they were saying, you know, was not going to be stopped. And I guess that's what I was looking at, the impact and um, who was going to be impacted. You know what workers, what um, what services, those things that I was looking at. But I did call, I did reach out to somebody um, to have them to explain it to me a little bit better. But I haven't gotten um, everything that I need, you know, from them to say that I truly understand all of it. But I did um, look it up and look at, you know, who is it affecting. And I did notice that, you know, who will be going to work and um, who will not. And, you know, the biggest thing that I saw was the IRS was going to be shut down. And I guess that's what everybody's looking for now. But, um, you know, a lot of the workers, and just like what was said, you know, essential workers were still going to be working. I didn't know as far as pay. I just wanted to, you know, kind of understand what was going to be ongoing and what was going to be stopped, you know, during this shutdown. But I do uh, plan on uh, getting your, more information so I'll know. What What are your thoughts? I mean, do you uh, feel like um, the the DECA uh, program or the DREAMer program is being used as a pawn uh, so that the Republicans can get their, their money for the wall? Are you there, Joy? I'm not sure if Joyce can hear me. Uh, RJ, well, we're at the end of the program. What What are your final thoughts for the day? Um, off topic of what we've been talking about here, but I just thought it was very interesting that Amazon is uh, coming up with a uh, a grocery store where you have no checkout. So, again, that's an indication of the future of uh, things are constantly changing. And as things change, it's so important for us to stay in tune, aware, and take action on what, what's going on. Well, I did see that as well, Andre, and it looked to be a real weird concept. But I also heard them say that uh, we don't have to be worried about the cashiers that they will be moved to a, a different uh, job responsibility. 
uh, it did look kind of weird for people to be walking into a store and uh, just walking out. But um, it, it, the convenience would be amazing. Uh, I guess you're just going in there for a drink or something to eat, and you don't really need a cart. Uh, I'm not sure how much food you can get, but it was a very interesting uh, situation. Uh, Joyce, you uh, get an opportunity to see this new concept uh, that Amazon was trying to uh, to uh, showcase. Cheryl, did you get to see it? No, I didn't. I didn't see it at all. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, see, that's uh, what, what I'm saying. What are your final thoughts for this evening? Oh? Well, that's why I said, um, you know, this platform is so informative because a lot of things that I would not have known, I'm now knowing. And when it's brought to my attention, I kind of investigated a little bit more. So um, in that case, to be said, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it because All you're right. bringing awareness. Well, let me just say this to you, Cheryl. It is going to be very interesting to see how people try to manipulate or take advantage of the system. You have to have a Amazon account, and you have to have a – phone with the app in it, uh, but what you're allowed to do is to go into the store, and the store looks to be just as big as any uh, grocery store, and pick up what you like, and I'm sure they're going to have bags. Uh, I'm sure you're not going to be uh, asked to just take it in your arms, uh, but when you go out, the items will be scanned and charge to you through your phone. And so there will be no need for a cashier. Uh, you, as soon as you walk in, they, it will uh, identify your, your phone and your account, and whatever you walk out with will be what you'll be charged with. Wow, sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every every day something something new, and you, and I guess it almost sounds like the um, you know, the same thing they do with Uber. You just have the app on your phone. Um, just make sure everything is intact. That you have the card there to um to pay it. And when you waiting for the ride, you can see how far the person is. You can see who's coming. You know, and everything is done through the app. So, I mean. You know, people who think that they can do without these phones, they really can't because, I mean, you need the app for so many things. I have Amazon Prime um, because I order, you know, things off of Amazon. And, I, I mean, I have a lot of other apps, quite a few apps on my phone. Um, only when I'm out of town, you know, flying somewhere do I do the um, put the Uber app back on my phone. But, um, yeah, we. I mean, between your phone and your account, your bank account, that's going to be the thing, <laughs> those two things. And, and, Andre, what I see is I see that where being a auto driver, a uh, taxi driver, used to be one of the most dangerous jobs in the world, very well may become not that dangerous at all because the 
in terms of the Uber situation, when you know that the driver only gets paid uh, by the company and no longer by the customer, people can't expect for him to have any money worth killing him over. And so I think that makes it even safer when you know you just picking up a person, taking them from point A to point B, and there's no money involved. And not only that, safer for the customer, too, because you have an opportunity to uh, know that the company has screened that that, um, that carrier. And, uh, again, you have an idea of who that person is. Uh, it's, I understand I haven't used it yet, but, um, and, and, again, you can map, you know, how close they are, where they are, and that type of thing. So it is a win for both parties. Mm-hmm. And I've also noticed, too, I mean, I have the app on my phone. You are able to even, I can, you know, it. Uh, there are situations where I've given people rides um, from one place to another, and um, and it gives you a lot of. Even as a parent, I can see where you can send, you know, a, a cab for your child, pick your child up, and bring your child home or wherever she needs your child to be, without you necessarily being the one that has to. Uh, run from place to place. That's true. Yeah, I mean, technology, you know, we have, I know you have some issues with technology related to putting people out of work, but I think there is some times when it does some things that uh, make life a lot easier as well. You know, one so thing. They, um, go ahead, Cheryl. One thing that I, um, a client of mine in California was relating to me, she said that um, there's going to be so many jobs available because they are um, escorting foreigners out by the busloads out there. She said every day, she said they are carrying them out by the busloads. So there are going to be a lot of jobs available with so many people, um, well, I can't say going back home, but being deported and um, leaving a lot of these companies. And she said that um, a Walmart was closing down in her area. Now, she she said she didn't know why, but, um, you know, so – all of these places, these jobs are going to have to be filled. I mean, they can't go on, you know, with businesses. And I'm not in an area where I'm surrounded by a lot of foreigners, but I could imagine, you know, in other areas where they are, that they um escorting them out as well, and which I think, you know, and it's really sad to see, especially with the man um, who came here, I think when he was 9 or 10, have a wife and a um, child and had to go to another, you know, go back to where he's never remember of being. You know, I mean, it was just devastating to see. So, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, jobs going to be available, but at what cost? You know, we're going to have to talk about because I was uh, I was under the assumption that if you married an American female, that would allow you to stay in this country. So uh, we'll have to discuss what these rules actually are because um, 
that man married an American female, and his wife and his children are here, but he had to be sent back, and I'm not sure I understand why. Uh, I'm sorry we were unable to get uh, your voice on the line. Uh, I see you. You're there, but for some reason we were unable to hear you. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. There's a train of coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the diesel's coming. You don't need no ticket. You just plan for love. So people get ready. The train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors of boredom There's hope for all Among those who love the most Get ready.